You're listening to the Movie Bong podcast. If you like talking about movies, why not join our Facebook group? Simply search Movie Bong Collective on Facebook today. You fucking dick. This is a new episode. Hello, it is. Is this episode nine? Nine! Whoa, mate. Yeah, sorry. I've oh, made it weird already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went German. Um, um, it is episode nine. Wow. Yeah. And we're doing superheroes today. We are. But before we get into all of that, listeners from last week may remember that we had an exclusive trailer for Mike's upcoming movie. We certainly did. Um, it was uh, British-made, not Hollywood. Whatever British, whatever Britain's version of Hollywood is, Ealing. Uh, <laughs> 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 but whatever, yeah, it's a big, boombastic gangster epic. Yeah, yeah. We thought it would be fun to play that again now uh, for listeners that haven't heard it. Uh, if you have heard it, you can skip ahead. But this is a delightful movie. And uh, Mike, could you could you tell us again what what the name of this film is? Yes, Red. Uh, the name of the film is Fog Slags, Blaggers, Twats, Whoa. Cunts, Bad Men, Mad Men, Whores, Brits Abroad, Gangsters, Hot Dogs, and Postman. Right. For the listeners at home, Mike hasn't just had a stroke. <laughs> that is the name of his film. Uh, here's the trailer. Uh, check it out. From the makers of Sex Bitch, the Ariana Sex Bitch Chronicles. An all-star cast present the greatest British gangster crime caper since Snatch. I will shit in your mum! Michael Caine, Ray Winston, Tom Hardy, Jason Statham, Danny Dyer, Dexter Fletcher, Denise Van Outen, Vinnie Jones, Denise Van Outen, Lizo Mazimba, Alice Lowe, Joe Pasquale, Krishnan Guru Murthy, Benedict Wong. Neil Maskell and the highly anticipated return of Martine McCutcheon. Thugs, slags, blaggers, twats, cunts, bad men, mad men, whores, Brits abroad, gangsters, hot dogs, and postmen. Wow. Um. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. So, yeah, an incredible. Film, really looking forward to this. Talk me through the cast list. I mean, Mike. The, there's a lot of Cockneys. Hmm. Um, Denise Van Outen appears in it many times. Yeah, multiple roles. She's doing very much in Eddie Murphy in the in the flumps. Is it the flumps? <laughs> what was it? The clumps. The clumps. <laughs> the flumps. <laughs> the flumps is like a confectionery, a marshmallow sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But Eddie Murphy is that versatile that he could possibly do a movie of the flumps. (laughs) He could definitely play a flump. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what's happening? Uh, We're talking about your film, Mike. Slags. Uh, Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll call it Slags for short. 
Um, Now, a lot of actors, big actors, working on this. Were you on set for this? Yes, I was. I worked very closely with Dexter Fletcher, who Mm -hmm. uh, directed the film, wrote it with me. Um, I've been a fan of Dexter's since he was in the press gang on uh, television. It was an old TV show. Um, yeah, and so we were together. It was produced by Guy Ritchie. Um, we banged out a low, uh, like the film in about two days. Uh, there was tons of cast. Martin McCutcheon was very present and very difficult to work with. Oh, really? Yeah, bit of a bitch. In what way? What sort of difficulties uh, just did throwing, you have with Martin? Throwing hot tea at Ray Winston a lot. Tea? Yeah, Who Ray, would throw I hot don't tea know. At Ray I don't know what Ray Winston did. I mean, he's he's a bit. Maybe he was handsy. I mean, that's maybe he's a bit handsy. Um, Sorry, Ray. Don't you, hit me. You've got a lot of big stars working on this together. Like, I want to hear about them working together. So, Michael Caine and Tom Hardy, do they get on? Of course they do. Yeah, they're, they're good mates. Yes. Well, why wouldn't they be? No, it's just it's just kind of interesting, isn't it, to think of like Michael Caine. All right, Tom. I liked you in the the. Hang on, wasn't he in? He was in a film with Tom Hardy. He was in Bane, Batman. Well, he's in this film with Tom Hardy. Yeah, but he was already in. Um, he'd already, so they've already worked together. That's what I'm saying. Yes, yeah, yeah, old friends. Yeah, in Bane Man, Bane Man Three. And if I remember correctly, there is a bit in your movie where Michael Caine and Tom Hardy race each other in uh, mobility scooters. They do, but they're father and son, so I don't know whether they turn against each other and it's like a proper race. Well, you've um, made the film, so surely you do know. Yeah, well, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, so, no, they they do. There's a bit of a rivalry there, right, but good. then the other sons get joined <laughs> it, join in and then there's a whole sort of romp race at the end, but then loads of other gangs join in and Ray Winston's crew get involved and then I think they're all chasing for something or they're all chasing after Dexter Fletcher uh, and... Um, Whoever it was that he goes off with. <laughs> Were they like mucking about on set? Like, I would imagine, like, if you had Michael and Tom Hardy, they're both in mobility scooters for a day's shooting, they're going to muck about a bit. Did they muck about? Did they do some donuts in the car park? Um, yeah, I think they smoked a lot of crack. Um, right. But <laughs> that isn't why I asked at all. Oh, that, that's, right. that's interesting. Yeah. Now, um, so. Tell me more about this crack. <laughs> no, can we move on? Can we start with like the actual podcast? All right, let's start the episode. Yeah. Um, so this is a superhero special. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've watched a few superhero movies this week. Um, now, Mike, you a big superhero fan? Superhero fan since you were a kid? Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Talking about Michael Caine, he played Alfred in Batman. I was a big Batman fan. Uh, growing up and were you more dc than marvel i was comic wise you know really you know yeah when it came to the comics i was really into batman and i was really into uh there was a character called lobo he was like an alien character all oh, right who would be a fantastic f- character for a movie but they just don't know how to do him he's r-rated but he's like a crazy alien bounty hunter but um yeah, so I always liked DC. The heroes were quite dark, but had a sort of dark sense of humour yeah. about them. Um, Marvel were a bit more, I don't know, honest, kind do you, of. Do you think? Cause like, I don't know. Ma- I, was a, I was always a Marvel fan growing up because right. I always found DC was a bit sort of old-fashioned, sort of like. Yeah, a, but the time. This was when, the 90s, yes. so I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, the time when I was reading it and stuff in Justice League. I mean, a lot of people are going to be re- um, listening to this podcast that are like 
I don't know, know comics a lot more than we do. I've grown up with my big brother who, yeah, is is a massive comics fan. But uh, but yeah, I, were, I, I, I kind of dabble. Were there any Marvel superheroes that you used to like growing up? I was always attracted to the darker characters. I mean, I really liked the Hulk. Um, mainly from the uh, old TV show uh, f- with David Banner, and he wasn't Bruce Banner. He was yeah, David yeah, Lynch, yeah. Um, but uh, I, again, a bit like DC, I like the darker end of it, the the darker characters, like uh, but funnier characters. So, like DC had Lobo, um, Marvel had sort of Deadpool and Punisher, who I really like. Yeah, Punisher's pretty good. But he was a really dark character. He was, you know, a bit different to the others. But um, film-wise, with The Punisher, they they never quite got it right. They produced a series of different movies. It's a shame, really, because I think it's so easy to get right. It It is, because it's such a simple story. I know. It's just a mad guy. His family have died. It's literally Death Wish. Yeah, and he's just fucking wants to just kick ass. Yeah. (laughs) And, um, but like, they've all got great elements, all the films, like the, the Dolph Lundgren one, um, from the eighties, it's got some great shit in it. Um, but just doesn't come quite together, uh, completely. And then the, the Tom Jane one is a bit, yeah, it, John Travolta's the villain. Yeah, and that's always a bad, ruins everything. yeah, of course, <laughs> of course he does because he fucking Travolta'd it up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you travolted it um, and then what was the one after that actually the one after that wasn't that bad um, with Ray Stevenson the British actor like Punisher Warzone right um, yeah I've heard of and it and then Donald West played Jigsaw the villain and he had a fucked up face and he was like he played it for laughs but uh, <laughs> all of them if you mashed them all together you'd have a good Punisher film the TV shows are alright they, they, it's Sometimes you just sat there going like, this didn't need to be an eight episode series. This could have been, in fact, I think they're longer than that. But like, you could tell the story in like three episodes, really. You could do it in like a feature length if you really wanted. I mean, like those series probably would have been better served as movies, in my opinion. But what I'd say is um, a really good graphic novel I used to read was um, Punisher meets Archie. And it was when (laughs) Punisher went to Riverdale. Um, and uh, they could have easily mashed up those two series, Riverdale and The Punisher. That's cool, because I know um, Sabrina the Teenage Witch is also in the Archie's universe. Yeah. I'd love to see uh, Sabrina and The Punisher just, you know, hang out, yeah. have a sandwich in the forest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be lovely. Me, for me growing up, I was a, bit, I was a big fan of uh, X-Men. I was a big X-Men fan. I've always been a huge X-Men fan. Right. But I always used to f- like... Um, I would I would rarely like the sort of like uh, the, the main characters. It was always the ones that you you saw every now and then. So like huge Nightcrawler fan, yeah. Huge Banshee fan, yeah. I liked Morph, yeah. Bishop, yeah. Oh, huge Bishop fan. Me yeah, too. Oh, oh, can't get enough of Bishop, mate. Gambit, <laughs> uh, Forge as well was really cool. Um, uh, so yeah, like I, I quite like the X Men. That they they were always my guys. Although I have to say, movie wise, I think X Men is like, well, X Men First Class is good, but other than that, I think X Men is the one that they just keep fucking up. 
Yeah. Like, because Marvel are doing great work, but I do think they keep fucking mm. the X-Men up. <laughs> they do produce great, iconic actor characters like Wolverine and Hugh Jackman or Nightcrawler and Alan Cumming, I think, yeah. was brilliant in the second one. Oh, how great is that? Um, that like, that opening scene of X-Men 2 in the Oval Office is one of the greatest superhero scenes I think ever shot. Yeah. I really liked Logan. Um, Logan's great. Was, yeah, good film. I think what they they struggle to get them the, the characters to work as an ensemble. I think it's one of the things that um, Avengers does quite well, and I think it's often overlooked. People go like, oh, "That Avengers movie was okay," and I sort of go like, "Yeah, but did you see like how well they made the ensemble work together?" Like, yeah, because I think it's always going to be tricky to make a movie with that many characters work. Well, that's the beauty of Infinity War because they actually really do make it work but I do think that film is a bit like a big kid smashing loads of action figures together and there's a bit too much waffle from a large purple man yeah I, th- I think that movie it, I, I enjoyed fin- Infinity War more than most but I have to say I enjoyed going for a wee halfway through and missing five minutes <laughs> I mean I prefer Captain Marvel or Black Panther. I would possibly watch them over, like, or... Um, yeah, that's fair. I, I'd probably do the same. I love the Ant-Man movies. Yeah, I'm a big, yeah, big Ant-Man fan. Big Paul Rudd Ant-Man fan. He's just great. Are you looking forward to Endgame? I certainly am. Me too. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> what's going on with that, but it'll, it'll be a romp. I mean, they've given up away loads of shit. I don't know what to think about it really. yeah I'm, I'm sick of trailers giving away stuff it ma- makes me livid but then you think with these films are they just are they i don't know what's a red herring is it is i mean i don't know the rich white guys in space but though he's not i don't know the kid the fucking <laughs> the dead kid that's got the spider shit he's in france or wherever but i think i think they fucked up as soon as like the last time i saw spider-man he was he was dead in like tony tony stark's arms and then like a month later there's a fucking trailer for the next spider-man movie it's like whoa he was he was definitely dead like yeah. well dead and he's on fucking holiday with donnie darko and what the fuck's going on I mean, Donnie Darko's the last person that I want to go on holiday with. Have you seen what happens with airplanes around that guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe he was the guy behind the drones at that, you know, airport. What, in Christmas? Yeah, in Christmas. In Christmas. <laughs> Fucking hell. Got that bit. Right, so uh, we watched Super the other day. We did. Uh, I recommended it to Red. I've seen it a good fair few times. I love it. Um, it's an early James Gunn movie. Yeah. Um, His brother appears in it, Sean Gunn, who is a fantastic uh, comic actor. Underrated, yes. in my opinion. He's yeah. in He's in Gilmore Girls. He's fabulous. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and Guardians, of course. There's a lot of people from Guardians in it, Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, there's a huge cast in it, really. Um, sort of, it seems like they were... Like, James Gunn was pulling in some favours. I don't know, there's tons of people. Kevin Bacon, Liv Tyler, um, Alan Page. Whilst I was watching it, I was, like, really confused as to why every <laughs> yeah. even, like, bit part seemed to be uh, a face I recognised. Yeah. Um, Michael Rooker, I think, is a brilliant actor. He's um, plays sort of the head henchman. And he's... Um, he's in Guardians, obviously. Yes, and he plays the um, dad in um, All Rats. 
and um, he's you know he's the one that gets stink. He's, he's very good. He's a, he's a great, great actor. Yeah, reminded me a lot of of Kickass. This one, I don't know which one had it, the first origins. I don't know which one came out first. We probably should have um, checked that. Before we yeah. <laughs> but um, it's a much darker, uh, twisted version of Kick-Ass, I'd say. But then it's got some nice bits as well. Um, Kick-Ass, I thought, is good. was a sort of good Spider-Man-y sort of film, the way they made it. And um, it, was, it, was, it was good fun, but... I don't know. I don't know. I I much prefer Super. Really? I, yes. I think it's I just think darker and weirder. I don't know. Yeah, Kickass is just a bit more. I just yeah. love Hit Girl. I think she's cool. Is she though? Yeah. The second definitely. film. Ah. She's cool as fuck, mate. Yeah. Is she though? Yeah. Just because she says cunt a lot. Yeah. I could teach yeah, my kid. I could teach my kid to say cunt a lot. Maybe you In fact, should. I do teach my children to say guns a lot. Actually, if social services <laughs> are, are listening, no, no, not that anyone would. This would be but, a weird way. <laughs> yeah, just do you think social services listen to people's podcasts? Well, maybe they do. Down? Maybe they do. You've got a full Tim Foyle hat on this. <laughs> but anyway. You think social services um, are listening to our podcast? Yeah, look, look. I'm not <laughs> Two people in Brazil are listening to our podcast. Oh, hi, guys in Brazil. I, I Genuinely, I, I looked at some stats. And three people in Denmark. Yeah, I might know two of them. Really? I don't know. I'm guessing. I maybe I don't know. Because I was looking at it, it's like eighty percent of people that listen to this podcast are in United Kingdom, and then there's like ten percent in America, and there's just like loads of random weirdos. Like there's like a guy in Poland. There's a guy don't, in Australia. Don't call them weirdos. Oh, they're not. Well, well I mean, listen. Well, I mean, okay. Well, I mean, we're weirdos. So yeah, I, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. As in, like, welcome to the weirdo club. <laughs> if I had the powers of Superman, I could fly around the world and visit all these people <laughs> <laughs> and and shake their hands and say thanks. Uh, but if, if you are listening to us from a distant country, we'd love to hear from you. Why don't you, why don't you tweet us? I'd love to hear from uh, what... what the two people in Brazil think they probably think it's shit. Probably didn't listen probably to it once. Do, but their favorite film is probably fucking. I don't know. Are you about to be racist, Mike? No, I was going to say Fast and Furious. Right, <laughs> right. Because I was worried that you were just going to be like, I don't know, fucking Rio or something. No, no, because be like, you thought right, of that. Now it was actually you who was being racist, saying Rio. I was going to say Fast and Furious, Tokyo Rift, Drift, Drift, Tokyo. Drift. <laughs> right, let's get back to this this superhero episode. It's really gone off course. <laughs> yeah. Last night we watched Shazam. We did, and I thought it was fucking shit. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? <laughs> so did I. <laughs> I'm so glad because like halfway through the movie, do you ever get that when you're in films with someone else, and halfway through you're like, do they think it's shit as well? Because I was worried because I knew that you were excited to go and see it. Well, because I have just memories of watching the 80s cartoon as a kid. And it was Captain Marvel, which we will get on to later of the other Captain Marvel. Explain for the listeners, because that's what it was originally called. Yes, because he, Shazam, it's not really like character's name. It's sort of the name of the power more than it. He says Shazam, it's like a catchphrase. And he's a child, he turns into... And he says Shazam, and he turns into a superhero. Says Shazam again, turns into a child, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But um, the original was called Captain Marvel. He said Shazam, and he turned into Captain Marvel. 
the cartoon there was a whole family it was all like the marvels and 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 i i don't know again comic um aficionados yeah let's call them i mean geeks will um <laughs> know much better than me but like captain marvel there was a big big legal dispute yes kerfuffle for the name because marvel wanted the name and then i don't know dc obviously had to give them the name but then he was still being called captain marvel for a long time in the in the later cartoons so i don't know in the comics so i don't know how it worked out but uh, he was the original captain marvel so it's odd that there's two Captain Marvel films out in the cinema right now. Yeah, but one of them is good. Yes, but which one? Well, we've just... Yeah, yeah, actually, know. we've just said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Shazam <laughs> is... Shazit, shazit, shit, shit. It's shit. We should probably, like, explain why without just, yeah. like, saying it's shit. There, there is actually... You know what? I'm going to start with the things that I like about it. One okay. of the things that I do like about it is I think the actor's performances in it are good. Yeah. I think every actor in it... Well, I think all of them... The I kids? Th I think the kids are pretty good. No, 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 no I think no. there's just a terrible script. Okay. That's that's what I think well, the characters... Is. They have terrible dialogue. They have awful things to have to say. But I like the actors as people. I think they're, it's been well cast. I think yeah. they chose likeable characters. I just think they have, like, nothing to say. I like, the, the, I like that they went for um, the guy from Chuck... And, you know, if he becomes part of the DC universe, then it'd be quite funny. Him sort of, he would be a character yeah. of levity um, and would possibly work. But the problem with that film is there's not enough of fucking him in it. And it's... A fucking it's, him? No, no, there's not enough of him in it. There's not enough of... He's not in Shazam enough. And it's it's a film about a fucking foster home. And a foster family. What, what was and really you weird? Know, like, I felt like I was watching Home Alone for a lot of it. it like, it has such a because it's got a, such a strong Christmas vibe. Like we were saying, how yes, it's a it's, Christmas film. It's a Christmas movie, weirdly, and it's like Big. There's even nods to Big when yeah. they run across the piano, um, and um, a lot like um, oh, what was the other film that I was saying? It was oh, um, Jingle All the Way. Yes, it's a, a lot like, like the Arnold Schwarzenegger Christmas film Jingle <laughs> yes. All the Way. Yeah. But then, and then it has little moments of like sort of kids fantasy films. Um, Ultimately, I just didn't think it was funny. Like I didn't think there was that like was the much problem. Humor to it at all. That was the problem. Um, and Mark Strong, although I think he was looked like the character that was in the original, but he wasn't actually the villain that was in the original because the villain in the original was called Black Adam. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> it's a white guy though. Yeah, it's a white guy yeah. called Black Adam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I believe The Rock was um, going to play Black Adam, or he was originally Dwayne Johnson was originally attached to either be the Shazam character or Black Adam, or he, but he produced this film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Mark Strong could do this kind of shit in his sleep. That's the thing. He's a sort of he's and he's the villain in Kickass as well. I think he kind of was doing it in his sleep though. Like I thought, it felt very much like Mark Strong was just sort of there for a paycheck on this one. But he looks good. He looks like the car. He looks yeah. good, but he just sort of phones it in. One thing I did think when I was watching it was it made me long for a film adaptation of the cartoon. Dungeons and Dragons. Yes. It's yes. sort of like it had 
the fantasy elements of Shazam are very Dungeons and Dragons. If you are familiar yeah. with the old animated series, I, I would imagine there's also there's all sorts of legality issues with releasing a movie called Dungeons and Dragons. But well, they already did. They already made a film. What? Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, Jeremy. Oh Irons. yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, it's utter it's shite. It's fucking awful. Marlon Wayans. When I was like twelve. Marlon Wayans, Jeremy Irons. Yeah, it's oh, it's so bad. Yeah, it's fucking shit. We should rewatch that when we do a fantasy episode. Oh, do we have to? Probably yeah. not. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. If we do a fantasy episode, yeah, maybe. Um, we could just pretend that we had. No, well, no, no, we can, because that's your <laughs> suggestion, because that means, if you suggested that, that means I can find something really fucking weird and shit to make you watch. Cool. So, yeah, yeah. it's a deal. Well, ultimately, Shazam is shit. Captain Marvel's much better. Um, Captain Marvel is now my favourite Avenger. I thought the film was awesome. Um, yeah, she is, yeah, she's a fantastic character and a fantastic member of the Avengers, I think, now. I thought it was more of a sort of um, alien film. It, it had moments of like a family alien film moments of sort of starman uh john carpenter yeah. or like um <laughs> great mo- film yeah moments of even the voyage home star trek i yeah. don't know there was just little moments of, and and i felt it was more of a family film um than some of the others uh it was nice seeing nick fury get more to do and to be more of a hero without all those um you know white rich people running around <laughs> shouting i mean iron man and you know four and all that isn't isn't it interesting how we went to see shazam which sort of like really bills itself as sort of like a family friendly film and i actually think i mean captain marvel is a family friendly film it is it's, it's just better than shazam in, in every single way it's not it's not like bloodier or gorier or, or swearier like i think it's pretty much but it's a much more positive view of um like growing up and women and young women yeah. and um, just I think it's a really I'm going to make my daughters like Captain Marvel I've already <laughs> forced them force to them. well you've got it at this age um, <laughs> like Malcolm McDowell and yeah a bit like that yeah 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 <laughs> but just with a slideshow um, of yeah. <laughs> Brie Larson um, no she, but she's well, my my uh, four year old Nula is really into um you know, superheroes and, and supergirls and shit like that. So uh, I'm getting her into Captain Marvel. And and I thought the film was great for that. And it had a great soundtrack as well. Oh, yeah. Um, and, yeah, so I loved it. I thought it was great. Cool. Well, I think we should probably get on with our pitches then. Okay, let's do it. Okay, uh, my pitch first uh, mine is a very loose idea. It's a very loose premise. It's not necessarily a pitch for a film. It is a pitch for a premise, a premise that I think the world needs. And what I think the world needs is a transgender superhero. Of course it does. I think there may be some uh, in comic form. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there's that great comic book um, series called Pride that I know is quite interesting um anyway i don't think this needs to be necessarily a new movie about a new superhero i think this could be about a superhero that we're familiar with um as in like you know having the change like changing yeah why can't superman transition and become superwoman like um, and why because i think that would be such an interesting lifestyle change you got to remember like these superheroes are like are like celebrities they're like bigger than life 
like worldwide icons. So for someone like that to go through um, a transition would be it would be a bit very tough for for that person as an individual. Um, but I think you know the world would learn a lot from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, imagine Batman sort of I don't know making a change. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because a lot of um, a lot of superheroes at the moment in like comics and stuff have changed gender recently. Um, you know, some of them are explained, some of them not so much. Um, and what I find quite interesting is like th- these characters are still, no matter whether they change gender or not, they're always still like cisgendered. Because I think we've got like a female Thor at the moment, um, but she's not. It's not old Thor transitioned. It's just like a woman now has the power of Thor. Um, which is cool, but like I think it would be really interesting and different to see um, a superhero properly transition. I think it'd be so interesting. Yes. Um, any other heroes in mind, or villains, or I don't know. I was thinking about this in terms of X Men, and uh, I think the two best candidates would be Morph or Mystique. See, right. when you say Morph, instantly I think of the Plasticine Man, the little Morph. Yeah, I didn't. I, I, I definitely don't mean him. Right. There's, there's an X-Man called Morph who can change into different people. But could we have Morph in it also? <laughs> I mean, no. let's let's stick with okay. Let's stick with this right. idea. Okay. First, although I mean, I don't know what gender Morph is. Like Morph, well, he's might, sort he's, of he's, he's got he's gender no, fluid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Presumably, he is. He is. He's plasticine, so he would be. So maybe I mean, fluid. Do we know what Morph's pronouns are? I don't know. They're probably they. Yeah, but um, that's for a whole other podcast, I think. Um, anyway, getting back to the morph that isn't made of plasticine from the MCU. The transgender one. Um, well, I mean, he, is, he isn't transgender in the comics. I'm saying that he is a potential candidate. And I think this would, um, this would be quite an interesting story because, right, I have an idea about um, a particular X-Men story that you could do whereby morph realises that that he, or sorry, they or she, um, oh. is actually a transgender woman. Meanwhile, Mystique realises that he is actually a transgender man. And what they decide to do, they sort of agree to switch identities. Instead of, like, actually, like, transitioning, they think it would just actually be easier if, if Morph just becomes Mystique and Mystique just becomes Morph. Right. You seem confused by this. Yes. <laughs> I'm a bit confused. I feel like I, I've just explained a very basic premise. Yeah, no, sorry. I was thinking about Morph, the Tony Hart thing with the plasticine guy. You've done this around. a lot on our podcast. <laughs> you, you seem to only do it during my pitches. And like, I'll be the first to admit, my pitch this week isn't, you know, all guns blazing, a big... You know, shiny new epic, but it's okay. I've, I'm, I'm trying. I think I'm introducing Look, interesting for, concepts. For our last episode, I just chucked a camera into the sea and hoped for the best. I know, but I've and there I've was mermaids. Tried, like, there was mermaids. Was like, no, this is good. So, like, <laughs> are we having some sort of what? What's what's our what's our plot? Is this the movie? What's our what's our you know what are we running towards? What is it? Who's well, in it? it? Could be... Who's casting? Who's casting in it? What's in it? What's happening? Can you pick a question? Well, just any of those questions. Do you pick one? Um, I suppose this could be a movie. It could be... I mean, this could be a line of comic books. I'm, you know, it doesn't We're making a movie here. This is a movie pitch. This is a movie bomb. Fine, this is a movie then. Who's in it? 
Morphin. Yeah, but what actors plays well, them? And, I, then, the and, then, and then goes transgender. Or do you get transgender actors? You know, this is important issues here. The, transgen- so. the transgender issue so. of... Who do you, you know? Who do you employ for the role? Who's right for the role? Well, I think Kari Neff from Assassination Nation could work. Um, Elliot Fisher, Erica Irvine from American Horror Story. Like there are obvious suggestions for sort of like trans actors to play trans superheroes, which obviously, like, you know, you Laverne Cox and pretty much the entire cast of Pose. And I think all of those those people do a, a bang up job. Um, I've no idea. You're just shrugging. Why have you? See, this is the problem. No, but I want to know. I want to learn. I want to know. (laughs) There's there's loads of trans. I mean, like Ruby Rose is gender non-binary. Yes, I know her. Of that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Just because you want to fuck them, possibly. (laughs) But I'm trying to better myself. This this is the problem that the trans community has. (laughs) I know. I'm trying. You only know that we exist when you want to fuck us. Okay. And now I'm vulnerable and confused, <laughs> and I, you know, just I just want I just what's going on? <laughs> I just I, I just want to better myself and learn through movies. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I mean, there's loads of tra- there's tra- loads of trans actors there. I'd recommend watching Pose, which is on BBC iPlayer at the moment, uh, which is a fantastic show. Which I think is just um, something like they have eighty percent trans actors. Um, Obviously, 100% of the trans roles are played by trans actors. And it's it's just a first. And you, you kind of think it's fucking weird that it's a first to see that on screen. It's 2019. It's taken that long. Um, but it's a, a fabulous TV show. And it's sort of about um, the ball scene in... I'm not sure if it's Chicago or New York. I think it's Chicago. Um, the gay ball scene in the 80s. And um, yeah, it's, it's really, really good. It's a fantastic drama. And it's made by Ryan Murphy, who did American Horror Story and Glee, but let's Ooh. not hold that against him. Yeah, gay balls. Um, but yeah, it's top. Did you say gay balls? Just, you were saying gay balls before, and it just made me laugh a bit. Oh, I suppose I did. I said the gay balls. You, you kept saying gay balls. Now, again, I was trying to focus, but... <laughs> it's funny. It's weird, because like, to me, like a... I don't know if you've seen like the documentary Paris is Burning, which is also about, uh, well, it's actually about a very similar period of time that Pose is about. Um, but it is about all of these these balls, these gay balls. And I've always thought of them as like quite <laughs> respectful and inspiring events, you know, like the trans community coming out and uh, showcasing themselves publicly. It was, it was, it was a very... It was a very uh, punk thing to do back then. And I've only ever seen it as like beautiful and inspiring. But I suppose I've been looking at it through rose-tinted glasses because at the end of the day, I have just said gay balls. you said gay balls a lot and I've been trying not to laugh. But gay balls is funny. I know. Gay balls are am funny. I, am I allowed to laugh at that? You're allowed to laugh at gay <laughs> balls. Phew. Um, yeah, so if you could just tell me what I'm allowed to, you know... You know what? Like, I mean, I thought I was here to just do a movie pitch. I feel like uh, I'm, I'm representing an entire community. <laughs> well, then you're the real superhero. Thanks, mate. I'm yeah. very brave. <laughs> yeah, in a but way. Getting back to my idea. Right. Um, so I've got sort of like two ideas. I think, uh, well, three ideas. I think you could do like a brand new superhero um, who is a transgender character who transitions and it sort of like follows their journey as they transition. I think it would be more interesting if we followed a superhero that we were familiar with 
particularly at the moment when they're struggling with reboots. I mean, we went to watch Shazam last night and it was awful. It was shit. It would have been more fun if the character of the little boy, let's say he was a trans woman. Let's say that she was a trans woman trapped in a, in a boy's body. Um, and when she got the power of Shazam, it turned her, her into like a female superhero. That would be, it would, that would be cool. Yeah. You know, because, yeah, because that would be cool. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just thinking of cool. literally anything to make Shazam watchable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a that's a that's a big task. Um, I mean, it was shit. That, that that kid with the crutch, and he was always complaining. You were like meant to be like, well, well, oh, people aren't sitting with him at lunch, but it's because he was a prick. He was a prick. Just don't make him pricks. It was just an awful script. I, re- I really hated it. And, I, and I, I hate myself for bringing it up again. Yeah, yeah. But no, I mean, hopefully your script will be better <laughs> for your transgender Shazam. Transazam. Transam. Transam. Is that what it'd be called? <laughs> no? I don't, I don't think What's that. What's it going to be called? Captain Gables. <laughs> wow. Maybe the world isn't ready for a trans superhero. Maybe I think... I, no, maybe it's just... I'm not. I don't know. <laughs> um, no, I am. I am. I, I welcome it with open arms. <laughs> okay. Um, I feel like my pitch has just been a sort of PSA of trans awareness this, this week. And I'm fine with that. Yeah. So am I. Am I allowed to be fine with it? <laughs> yes, you're okay. Good. You're allowed to be fine. Phew! <laughs> Get on with it. Uh, I'll, I'll fucking listen to yours. How about that, Mike? I did listen to yours. Briefly. I did listen to the whole thing. Selectively. There just wasn't that much to listen to. <laughs> As you said yourself, it was more of a concept. Yeah. It's a... G- well, it was. It's it's a, I got just, into it. A- I really enjoyed it. <laughs> when you said transgender, like Superman and shit. Yeah. Awesome. I do think, like... They just keep fucking up Superman. Yeah, yeah. So why not make it like that? I actually think my number one choice for Superman is, I think you should do, I think Riz Ahmad would be a good Superman. I think that there's a lot of... Are you recording this? Yeah, I am. Um, (laughs) I think there's a lot of parallels with um, sort of... Basically, Superman is a refugee. Uh, And I think there aren't really um sort of i don't think asian people have been represented in superhero films um but i think that there's sort of like a a a good sort of analogy to be made for sort of like um refugees and and immigration um you know like to use that narrative with superman i think would be interesting i said toti then i was meant to say totally um (laughs) um yeah uh that would be fantastic and the sort of uh, illegal alien alien yeah exactly yeah and exploring thing. that sort of aspect in you know him being treated as an outsider and not welcome and you know uh but then also saving the world yes. like so many um people come to our country and work for the nhs and you know save lives and, yeah um and they're the real heroes yeah <laughs> oh, this podcast is so liberal <laughs> oh, God. get on with your pitch all right okay are you ready um Right, the film is called Triple Bill. Right. Right. Has it got three bills in it? We shall see. So, um, yeah, so our character is uh, Bill... Tro- Let's call him Bill. Bill Troy. Um, Bill Troy? Yeah, yeah, Bill Troy. 
Um, I'm so, going to stop you right there. Why? Bill Troy. Okay, Bill, Bill whatever. His Bill. Bill Troy. Okay, Bill Smythe. He's got two <laughs> first names for... Well... He's got two first names, because Troy's a first name, isn't it? Well, is it? How many, like, Troy's a last Look, name? Look, I don't want to dwell on this. It was just that it could be Bill anything. He's called Bill, right? Um, and he's a sort of... Uh, <laughs> he's a, um ex-supervillain, right? Yeah. And he used to uh, be a villain called um, Triple Threat. And right, so All Triple right. Threat had these powers that he could um, generate two versions of himself, two even stronger evil versions of himself, right? Uh-huh. Um, so, but he is now just called Bill. He is a low-rate alcoholic um, real estate agent, uh, and he's got an ex-wife. So he, this guy used to be a supervillain? Yes, yes. He used to be a supervillain. Why did he pack um, it in? Ah, well. Um, so something happened. He got defeated um, by this superhero. Uh-huh. Now, so first, I, I want Triple Bill to... I was going to... My original thing was he's Sam Rockwell, right? Right. Sam Rockwell, drink in hand, glass of whiskey. Yeah. Um, gets up in the morning, has to put like a bla- this bright bled- red blazer on to be a real estate agent. It's yeah. like Florida, sort of uh, old people's village or something. And, uh, but then he used to be this villain called Triple Threat. Um, and, and, but he, uh, his powers got taken off him. He can't generate two people anymore. He can't do this sort of triple fight threat thing that he does. Yeah. Um, He's got an ex-wife played by Lucy Liu and uh, a do- <laughs> and a daughter um, who's like a teenager now. But when they were when she was younger, when she was a little girl, he was a petty criminal, and he got um, he got in with uh, this character called Doctor Proctor, played by Jackie Chan. Right? <laughs> he has a bone disease, but he's got all these like robotic bits on his joints that makes him all fucking Jackie Chan. You know what I mean? All so fucking goes, Jackie Chan. You know Chan. what I mean? So all fucking martial artsy and all bow bow bow. So right, so there's them. Um, but so anyway, he broke up with his wife. Then he became, he was a petty criminal then. When he became a villain, his wife didn't want anything to do with him. You know oh, what right. I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, so they had this daughter. They split up. This, so this is years later. Mm-hmm. Um, he was part of this team. And, and um, now he's sort of, uh, he goes to these uh, sort of rehab, villa, super villain rehab classes. Yeah. Um, where he's, uh, he's got a best friend who is, the actor, the the guy who plays, uh, he's in Black Panther and Us. He plays the dad in Us. What's his oh, name? Oh right. Oh okay. I can't. I remember. Know, I know who. You, yeah. I know who you mean. Um, I'm not sure the actor. He plays name. the Grizzle, who was a villain called the Grizzle, right? Okay. And uh, what the, what was the Grizzle's powers? Well, the Grizzle basically could, uh, as well as having the strength of a grizzly bear, yeah, he could gener- Very specific, not a black bear, a grizzly no, bear. A grizzly bear. He could generate. Um, grizzly bears with his mind now and and he so, can create grizzly bears with his mind he can create grizzlies yeah 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 just anywhere yeah, yeah just anywhere right to do his bidding to do his bidding as well yeah, yeah to fight for it how right? long for how many, uh, how many know, a few maybe 10 at once I 10 don't know. at once um, that's a lot of bears so anyway he's in a spin-off you could take over a small village he's in a spin-off movie later on called bear in mind so <laughs> I'll bear that in mind yeah yeah so back to, to, to triple bill 
So, <laughs> so he can split into three p- people, two replicas, uh, images uh, of himself. Um, one more strong and evil than the other. Oh, I get it, because the um, bears are in his mind. No, no, this isn't. This is bear that in mind. Yes, yes, yes. That's another film. Yeah. There's a spin-off. We'll get to that That's later. A good idea, that. Uh, yeah, thanks. But uh, this is Triple Bill. <laughs> so, so yeah. So um, ten bears are way better than three bills. Yeah. Okay. Look, he's just a side character. He's the best mate, right? Can There's loads be of characters in this. Yes. No. Um, so, right. <laughs> anyway, so. Um, his ex-wife now has got it on with this superhero, um, the guy that defeated him, um, called Ray Gunn, uh-huh. um, a.k.a. Raymond Gunnerman, um, played by Jamie Foxx, who's like a, a millionaire, like action sort of Batman kind of guy, right? Uh-huh. And he's yeah. got a big Ray Gunn, he makes all his shit. Um, Lucy Liu, his ex-wife, was a mechanic. She's become a hero as well, and she's her name's Rita, and she's called... Uh, Motorita. <laughs> She's like a human car. She turns to a fucking car. <laughs> right? So Lucy Liu is a transformer in there. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the daughter's like... Um just really smart, sort of just uh, like training to be a doctor. And she's like learning about like Sam Rockwell's sort of condition that he turns into free people, but he can't do it anymore. But um, so anyway, <laughs> this fucking doctor played by Ian McShane called P- Professor Carnage <laughs> finds fucking finds fucking uh, Bill and wants him to be triple the triple threat again Does- and then then to be villains but he's reformed and he doesn't want to and there's another there's his ex-partner played by olivia wilde gorgonatron um <laughs> and then she's brought back and there are all these old villains brought back to take over the world again jamie fox is the hero him and lucy Liu are going to fight them but then they realize that triple bill uh well yeah triple threat becomes a hero and becomes triple bill again yeah he, he can and do he it he gets again. the power again right but uh, he has to learn to make his clones um, good and and deal with him. And see, I was a bit worried about doing Sam Rockwell because he already had the clone thing in Moon. But then I thought, well, mm. he's really good at it. He was really good. <laughs> so yeah, but then he ends up becoming mates with Jamie. You just Fox. dropped an awful spoiler for Moon. Well, it's a fucking if you haven't it's a fucking spoiler Moon. Moon came out like fucking how long ago? Fuck off if I'm spoiling Moon. But um, oh, yeah, mate, basically. Moon's full of fucking Sam Rockwell clones. Um, wow. <laughs> it's not wow. a spoiler. That's the main no, it, it thing. It's literally a spoiler. That's it the main a, thing. It's literally a spoiler. That's the main thing that everyone knows about Moon. Yeah, people that have seen it. Yeah, well, everyone's seen it now. Fuck off. Right, so, anyway, Triple Bill. I tried, guys. And now, now, he, now he's called Triple Bill. He's a hero. He turns into three fucking people. Um, you've got all this gang. They get together, and then they fight fucking Ian McShane and, uh, and Jackie Chan, who, team, who they team up, and they're like villains. And, yeah. Now, um, and so there you go. Professor, Professor Carnage, was it? Yes, Ian McShane. I would imagine he, there would be a few condescending conversations that he would have with uh, Dr. Proctor because, you know, Dr. Proctor is just a doctor, whereas Professor Carnage is obviously a professor of Carnage. Yeah. Um, well, well, him and Dr. Proctor worked closely together throughout this time. Does Dr. Proctor not feel belittled by uh, for having, you know, a, a lesser um, medical title? He's Jackie Chan. The other guy's fucking Lovejoy. What do you think? It's a good point. I have another question about your film. <clears throat> Sam Rockwell uh, can do uh, triple bill, right? Yeah. So presumably 
he has group sex with himself. There is a scene where he has, he does freeway with Olivia Wilde. Okay. So not least the four way. No, no, no. The, the, they were, well, yeah, yeah. Maybe there's flashbacks of that yeah. when they were together. Was it, what was but the other the one? Gorgatron. Is, yeah, yeah. No, that's Olivia Wilde. And uh, they had a sort of thing after, because he broke up with Lucy Liu and she sort of lived with this superhero and stuff. But uh, yeah, him and Olivia Wilde had a thing. But Olivia Wilde turns out to be a pro- proper fucking villain and a nutter. And then they team up and he becomes friends again with Lucy Liu and Jamie Foxx. And they, they learn to, to, to have like a family, you know, with the, the dad and the new couple and the daughter. And uh, they, it's about a sort of nice like Shazam kind of family thing, but uh, not... Hallmark shite like Shazam was. <laughs> um, TV movie bollocks like that was. Cool. No, I, I like it a lot. So it's, it's, it's a reformed supervillain. Uh, lots of characters here. Lots of interesting um, personas and powers that have clearly been thought through. Yeah. Um, now, are these... I imagine these are characters that have been in your head for a while. Are these uh, things no. you came up with years ago? Or? No. Uh, oh, okay. Like about two weeks ago for this. When, we, when, we, when we started talking about superheroes i've got loads in this fucking bank in my head here's me thinking you've been stewing on dr proctor for a few years well to just just comes out um, of nowhere to be fair i have come up with this stuff mike i have had the name dr proctor for a long time i don't know he was never jackie chan though as a robot doctor with a bone disease and uh sam rockwell you know with a ciggy in his mouth with like you know Two other Sam Rockwells. I think it's about time we saw Sam Rockwell in a superhero movie. There's there's a few actors that I think were, uh, are ready for well, superhero he, work, and he's he definitely is, one of them. He is in the MCU. He's he's in, um, he in Iron, Iron Man, Man 3. 2. Uh, Iron two? Man 2. Justin Hammer, does he play? The lawyer or something? Oh, uh, right, yeah, no, yeah. yeah but he, that. yeah, so it feels like a bit of a waste. Um, yeah, big time. But uh, who knows? He's great, though. I love Sam Rockwell. Right, well, I think we're going to leave leave it there for today. Let's go and watch a film, Mike. Should we go watch Shazam again? I will murder you. <laughs> Not before I kill myself. All right. <laughs> Shazam! I think we should just go. Okay. Have a good week, guys.